0: on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Buckeye Roundtable is brought to you statewide by the American Dairy Association Mideast and COVA Insurance and your Central Ohio Toyota dealers. Now, along with former OSU All-American Jim Lachey and the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels, here's your host, Skip Mossick
1: and hi again everybody welcome to michigan week in another buckeye roundtable show it's a top three matchup in ann arbor as ohio state and michigan play for all the marbles in the big 10 east joined as always by former osu all-american nfl all-pro super bowl champion jim lachey Welcome to You Know What Week It Is. I'm thankful to be here. Hall of Fame broadcaster, legendary voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. Doubly
2: thankful to be here.
1: Hall of Fame head coach, uh, former Ohio State head coach. Always a great evening when we get to talk football with... Coach John Cooper. I
3: appreciate you guys putting up with me. Thanks very much.
1: Ryan Day will join us later this hour. Similar to last year, we've seen this collision course coming. We talked about it last week. Is Ohio State peaking at just the right time? And did the game against Minnesota change anything as far as the feelings you had? Coach Cooper, we'll I don't think there's
3: any question. I think we're playing the best football we've played all year right now. The last three or four weeks, uh, I think we've got gradually better, better, better. We're not making many mistakes. We're not turning the ball over. We're not getting many penalties. Uh, Our defense has been sound all year, and particularly the last two or three weeks, so I think we're playing our best.
2: Agreed, and certainly the way they've been able to take care of two teams in the last two weeks... The way that you would expect him to do, and as Coach Cooper said, the penalties down, uh, you know, no turnovers, and being able to get turnovers, and and also get a lot of people in a game, and get some of the important people out of the game early.
4: Well, this was a goal after Georgia, mm-hmm. right? Uh, was mm-hmm. to get back in this position to get to eleven and zero. All the things that they put out the whole offseason. they talked about competing in every drill, uh, you know, going through those certain situations. Now they're here. I mean, hats off to them okay. for for working hard to get in here. But now they got to go out and finish. And you know the things that they improved on, not giving up big plays, the defense shutting people down. That's all been positive. Michigan struggled to get the
1: win at Maryland, a place where we've seen Ohio State have issues the week before the game put any stock into that or is maybe Michigan showing some vulnerability that they hadn't shown before
2: I think Maryland probably played better than they had and so you have to give them credit for that think about it if you don't have the two safeties you don't have the turnovers uh, you know that maybe is a
3: little closer to being a loss I, but I think that Maryland quarterbacks a lot better than people think I, they are. I agree I, with I, you Coach. I, I thought I thought he was a difference I thought they played a lot better last week uh, not a great football team but I think well coached football team and good victory for for Michigan
4: I think his receivers even could have helped him out a, a few more times here to make some plays for him uh, during the game. No, they, they challenged him. Uh, hats off to Maryland for doing it. But at the end, Michigan found a way with enough defense. Uh, to get it down a couple turnovers in that ball game as you talked about and then you know running the football when they had to now they haven't been running it you know 200 plus yards but still effective running that football and that one in the ball game their trenches
1: I know that you always say throw the records out in this game but uh, when you look at the history of this great rivalry I and mean, it's so rare to have both teams unbeaten coming into this game the fact that we're seeing it two years in a row I mean it's hard to not take that for granted absolutely and
2: especially when you consider how well both teams have played now now Michigan we kind of look at it and look, especially the first part of the schedule, they really didn't get much resistance at all until they got to Penn State. And Ohio State just kind of had to grow with a new starting quarterback, three new offensive linemen, and see how the defensive adjustments would come into play. So they've kind of gotten there somewhat in different ways,
4: but they've yeah. done it the way they've needed to. What, 27th time that I've done this, Skip? I know you've been around. This is, what, the third time uh, in history uh, that this happened? Since I've been doing this. Oh, six, right, exactly, but, since we've been doing this. Right, so uh, since, yeah, since we've been doing, we've been doing, doing it. Yeah, it and, happened and back, back in the, the back, 70s. Yeah, but back to back is is incredible, and that's it. I applaud both teams for finding yeah. a way to go through all those pitfalls of a regular season, and to stand here eleven and zero in the game for the for all the marbles.
1: And Coach Cooper, you, you more than anybody can answer. It's not easy to get to eleven and zero.
3: It's not easy to get there. And I, I've watched a lot of Michigan this year on television. You know, if if, if, they're, if they're playing when 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 I can I'm I'm watching Ohio State games in mm-hmm. person. Don't get me wrong, but right. if I'm at home and and I can, I've been watching a lot of Michigan. They're good, guys. They're, they're mm-hmm. very good. Now, the last two weeks, they haven't played as well as they did early in the year, in my opinion. I, three weeks ago, if you asked me who was the best team in the country, it would be Michigan. Now, i got to put Georgia ahead of them.
1: We'll find out Saturday, won't we?
3: Buckeye fans, you can turn every game into
1: a home gate all season with help from your neighborhood Giant Eagle. Stock up on your favorites from brands like Kellogg's and Coca-Cola. Plus, choose from delicious catering options. Giant Eagle is a proud sponsor of of Ohio State athletics. Saturday, Ohio State is at Michigan. We'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 10 30 a.m. Up next, our 60 second timeout as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues.
0: This is Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Hey, Buckeye fans, AEP Energy wants to know if you're ready to choose green and make an impact. Help bring 100% renewable energy to the
1: homes and businesses of your community by enrolling in our low fixed price eco-advantage plan today. Together, we can reduce our carbon footprint and supply clean energy for a brighter future. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. AEP Energy is a competitive retail electric and natural gas service provider and an affiliate of Ohio Power Company, AEP Ohio. AEP Energy is not soliciting on behalf of and is not an agent of AEP Ohio.
5: When you have Encova insurance on your team, you have a teammate you can count on. Hi, I'm Archie Griffin, two-time Heisman Trophy winner, and I know a little bit about the importance of having a team you can trust. Whether you need to protect your home, car, business, or family, huddle up with your independent Encova agent and create a game plan. Encova agents are local. They know your town just as well as you do. The best part? Encova's outstanding roster of products was created with you in mind and can even be customized to fit your unique needs, which means you're calling the plays. Visit Incova.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, you can count on Encova Insurance. Encova Insurance is focused on building a
2: stronger future for their agents, policyholders, and the communities they serve. Their network of licensed, independent agents are always ready for what's next. Encova Insurance, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. <laughs>
0: This this is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. Buckeyes are known for paying it forward. That's why Buckeyes Care strives to serve the betterment of our community by positively impacting families across Ohio. Join partners American Electric Power, Donato's, Kroger, the Ohio State Wexner Medical Center, the James Cancer Hospital, Huntington Bank, and WBNS-TV in Columbus in supporting this cause at OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash Care.
0: Buckeye Roundtable, 60-second timeout.
1: Begin with our Napa rushing report. Napa get up and go. Since the Buckeyes rushed for over 150 yards on Saturday, Napa will be providing fans with a complimentary pair of work gloves. Simply stop by your participating Napa location while supplies last and ask for your free pair. Let's begin uh, with Travion Henderson, fellas. 15 for 146, a pair of touchdowns. He also caught three balls for another 26 yards. We talked about it really since he's come back, but what a difference it makes having him healthy
2: and catching those passes. Really seems to kind of have added to the options that are there. And just one other thing that the defense has to be of.
4: Exactly, up. it loosens up that defense a little bit, especially when he catches them out in the flat or, or across the middle on those on those uh, little crossing routes inside. He, he's that seventy-five yarder starts the third quarter. Obviously, was special.
3: Uh, like, he having some, a, like having like a clean up hitter in baseball, guys. He's right? a home
4: run right there, and he get, took get, it. Get him in the open field; and he's gone. But Mecca, great block on the. Outside, mm-hmm. Julian Fleming, a great job of working his block down the field. And, and when he gets in the open field, there's not anybody going to catch him. I'm, I'm going I'm to have to ask Coach if they had those speed sensors on there because it would be interesting <laughs> to see what speed he got, top speed. And for Marvin, who was down there. As a lead blocker.
1: How about train him as well? Averaged over six carries, uh, six yards a pop. And uh, you know, how about using Dow and Hayden? The way they kind of strategically arranged that.
6: Well,
2: you know, and some of us weren't aware of the fact that the rule change occurred. Now postseason games don't count well, against right. the four for the redshirt. So they were able to avoid using it. because, remember, after the Purdue game, there was a lot of talk depending on how people healed. Would they need him depending on member training got hurt in that game? They were still waiting on Trevion to come back. But you know, Dallin Hayden has shown that he can be an impact player when given the opportunity.
3: Would this be his fourth game this week? Yes. Yes. So yes. then he'd be
4: eligible for the whole, you know,
2: the Post-
3: Big Ten City, championship post-season.
4: game and if it works out, and then obviously the playoffs or the wow. bowl game. So it doesn't count because they had guys that you know opt out mm-hmm. now. And and because of opt outs you gotta make sure that you know that you do not, you know, ruin a bowl game or a guy's eligibility just for playing in a bowl when he's trying to help out the team. But no, it's gonna be it was, it was positive to see Dallin back oh. in there, and I think he's an, a guy that, you know, teams got to worry about.
1: Buckeyes rushed for 215 as a team. Confidence level in that aspect of the game going up against you know who?
2: Uh, I think the confidence level is high, Skip. Uh, you know, I think you temper it also <clears throat> knowing how banged up Minnesota was defensively. They really were struggling to get a full defensive unit out there to play at the level they wanted to, but uh, it's momentum, and certainly the way the offensive line has started to grow together, you really like the way the running game is headed.
4: Yeah, when, uh, Michigan's a different animal defensive Tackle than what we've seen. You know, with Graham, Grant inside, uh, you know, they got some guys that can really get some push. And, and you know, you're going to have to have our guard center, you know, playing at a high level, uh, you know, to take advantage of some of that displacement that those guys are looking for. But that's what comes down in this game. Paul, how many games do we talk about? Hey, how's the offensive line? Yep. What do you think? And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, if the O line plays well, if the D line does well, you're going to win this game because there's a lot of talent and skill on both teams. Blake Corum, Travion Henderson, J.J. McCarthy, Kyle McCord. But it comes down to those guys winning those one-on-one matchups inside that it's going to be so important in this game.
3: First thing I look at when I'm watching the game, are they going to double, double cover Marvin Harrison? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, right. they, and they did almost every play there They put two people out there, guys. you got to run the ball. We nah, saw that, too. <laughs> you got to run the ball. All right, next.
1: Ah. Uh, speaking of which, OSU passing game, we obviously know what Harrison can do. How much more efficient do you see this offense with a healthy Ibuka and Stover being in there?
2: I think that makes a big difference, Skip. And then also throw in Xavier Johnson with what he can do there as well, too. And it's been nice to see Carnell Tate get a few more meaningful reps out there. But Emeka Ibuka being healthy makes all the difference in the world. Because if they are going to so heavily double team Marvin Harrison, there's another great option there.
4: Yeah, and Cade's been clutched, too, because he kind of you know eats it up those zones he finds a way to get open and, and he's shown you know that he's got great hands. Uh, it was awesome to see him get a touchdown in his final game yep. there at the shoe yep. uh, to make a play there and, and you know to get a chance to to rest and, and be fresh for this next game.
3: They double Marvin <laughs> and the linebackers have got to come forward to stop the running game. The middle is going to be open. That tight end is going to be open down the middle, or the slot back across the street, across the the, the, the play is going to be
4: open. Coach, do you get there by crossing routes, or just you know going up the middle?
3: Cross, crossing Seems. routes, you get man coverage. You got to you got to you got to pull. You got to block one of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. All right. Next, hate dependent on one guy. But how much does this game hinge on the play of the quarterback, really on both sides, meaning McCord and McCarthy?
2: It always does, Skip. You know that. But, uh, you know, Kyle McCord playing in this game for the first time, having coming off the Michigan State game, which was a career game for him, Played well this past weekend, but there were some plays that certainly he would want to have back. Um, If if we can channel the Kyle McCord of that last drive against Notre Dame, that's Mm going to fill the bill. And and J.J. McCarthy, who, what, three weeks ago we said should be talked about as a Heisman candidate. He's had, now, one of them you can't really blame him on because they decided not to throw the ball at Penn State. But didn't have an awful game, but didn't have the best game by his standards last week. Uh, But we saw firsthand last year in Columbus how well he can play and run.
4: Yeah, last week he had some pass. Pass rush and that affect him a little bit. and It's going to affect any quarterback when you get it. But yeah, you channel my thoughts about Kyle. Uh, that Notre Dame game, the opportunity to play a big time game like that on the road, and you know, get that W in the fashion that they gave him, gave him a lot of confidence. We talked about it. Can't wait to see how he grows from that that point. Game four to now, game ten. You've seen that growth and that confidence, and he knows what he has. He knows the talent that he has around. He you knows, you know, some of the weakness of this team now, and now you just got to go out and take advantage of all those strengths that you've been able to accomplish, or you know, pick up throughout the course of the season, and go out there and execute.
3: I've got. To, I think we've got to really be careful this week. Overplaying their running game, trying to stop their running game, have have our linebackers coming up, coming up, coming up. Next thing you know, it's going to be a play action pass, guys. Somebody's going to be trying to get open down the middle
2: especially with their tight ends.
3: Yep, absolutely. Leads us right into the next topic, defensively for Ohio
1: State. First of all, you have to think Eichenberg is back this week. Uh, The Buckeyes have been really good on that side of the ball. Have not seen them being gashed like they were the last two games a year ago. With what Michigan has shown offensively the last couple of weeks, is there any doubt what their offensive game plan is going to be?
2: Uh, They do everything that they can, and they can do a lot offensively. You know, They play those two tight ends, Barner and Loveland, a lot together. And they'll even oftentimes line them up as wide receivers. And we saw Colston Loveland with, I think it was a 45-yard touchdown catch that he had last Mm -hmm. year here in Columbus. So uh, we know that they're going to run with Edwards and Corum, and everybody still has nightmares about what Donovan Edwards did here last year. Uh, But to be able to stop that running game first, but not do it at the expense of leaving yourself exposed with a passing game.
4: What, he averaged about 30 yards per carry last year? Something like that. Mm -hmm. I know he had 275 yarders. Cornelius Johnson, their wide receiver has been very good. Now, that's going to be important. Roman Wilson got banged up in that game last week. I I would expect he'd be out there to play. But then look out for Morgan, number 82, the freshman. He's been coming on. He's got a couple passes and also a couple TDs rushing. He's been able to beat him with his feet and obviously, you know, with his route running ability, can make some plays.
3: We can give up a few singles, maybe a few, maybe mm-hmm. a couple of doubles, <laughs> but not many home runs. No, let's hope not. All, All right. right. Last thing in this segment
1: the pressure on both sides to win this thing is so high. Coach Cooper, you're only one of a few people that can describe. One the joy of winning this game, and then the disappointment when things don't go as you'd like. Let's start with the good. People don't, you know, they don't remember. I have to remind them you did beat this team a couple of times. How much emotional difference is there between
3: winning and losing oh, this football game? It, it's an awful lot. There's a, there's, a, there's a load. I can tell you that right now. And you know what it's going to boil down to? One play could could determine the outcome of the yep. game. Yep. I look back, and obviously my record wasn't very good. It was awful against Michigan. But I look back and. One time uh, we had 220 yards at halftime. We only well, scored nine points. Mm-hmm. We, we instead of instead of getting a touchdown, we had a field goal. One time a cornerback slipped down and uh, gave them a touchdown. We got beat thirteen to nine. One time it's fourth and a yard. We decide to go for it. We don't make it. They kick a field goal, win the game. One one play here, one play there, will win or lose a football game for you.
4: Yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, I think all the coaches. I know Coach Bruce kind of felt that from you know being under Coach Hayes, the pressure mm-hmm. of that game. Uh, you know, he used to always say, "Hey, when you win, you can go down High Street. When you lose, you got to take Pearl Alley. It's just the way it is. And, you know, you, you, you can't go down the main drag."
1: How much do you think that not having Harbaugh on the sidelines? You, again, you're one of the few that can answer this. As far as
3: him not being down there, I mean, I know he's coaching during the week, but just not being there on game day. I, I think it's going to be a little bit of a factor. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine. Uh, playing a game without having a head coach in your locker room talking to your team about b- before you go out and and and, and encouraging them or getting after them, making ad- making adjustments you have to make during the course of the ballgame. I think it's going to hurt them a little bit.
1: All right, guys, great job. Um, up next, we will break down this past weekend from around the Big Ten as tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show continues.
0: For a Buckeye Roundtable coming up, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports a- Network, Network from Learfield
7: ready? It doesn't matter if you're playing hard or working hard. Your workout only works out if you recover right. Chocolate milk helps you recover for what comes next. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. From biking to bench presses, milk's protein helps you build lean muscle and gain more from your workouts.
8: Ready? Recover. Repeat. Brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Come on over to Heartland
9: and join our family. Did the pandemic eliminate quality customer service? Well, many places it did, but not here at Heartland Bank. Imagine getting top quality service
4: and good advice as well to help you down life's road. It's community banking, and it's alive and well in the Heartland. I'm Scott McComb, CEO, coming over to Heartland, where banking really feels good. Fair
10: banking feels good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing
1: Lender. When you need urgent care and you need it fast, where you go makes all the difference. When you choose advanced urgent care from the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, you're choosing an advanced level of urgent care led by Ohio State emergency physicians. We offer walk-in treatment for more serious illnesses and injuries such as broken bones, abdominal pain, and pneumonia, all
11: with shorter wait times and less cost than an emergency department. When your illness or injury can't wait, the choice is clear.
0: is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. Coach Ryan Day coming up in just a few. Buckeye fans power up and carbon down with AEP Energy and Eco Advantage, their 100% renewable energy plan for your home or business. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics.
0: It's time for the Buckeye Roundtable Big Ten Breakdown. JJ will take a snap from under
9: center. Samaj Morgan in motion. They go jet sweep to Samaj. Can he turn the corner? To the 10, to the 5, the spine Samaj to the end zone.
0: And touchdown. Wolverines. (laughs) Samaj Morgan on the jet sweep.
1: Carr Sean Learfield so many twists and turns in this game but in the end Michigan just a little bit more they hold off Maryland 31-24. I think
2: really they defensively influenced Maryland's inability to make some things happen their punter got Maryland deep that ended up resulting in the you know the play in the mm-hmm. back of the near the goal line where they got a safety for an intentional grounding pass a block punt that yep. turned things around early on in the football game but you know Michigan just and you see where they rank nationally defensively they while well, they were able to Maryland get some plays, and Talia Tungavailoa make some plays when it mattered the most, Michigan's defense really got tough.
4: No, they did. They kind of made them one-dimensional. They had to count all in that passing game. You know, Michigan right now just giving up 90 yards per game on the ground, you know, near the top of the country in that category. So, uh, you know, th- that's what they've been able to do to everybody, stop the run and, and you know, get after them with their pass rushes, put a little pressure, you know, and force that safety, that intentional grounding that they got yeah. two points for. Coach Cooper, what
1: did you notice Maryland doing anything offensively against Michigan that nobody else to date had been able to do?
3: I I mentioned earlier, I I like Michigan's quarterback. I thought they had a a good game plan. I thought they kept Michigan a little bit off balance. You're not going to line up and just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, unless you've got better players than that that team you're playing against. The team that's got the best players usually wins. I thought they had a good game plan and played hard. hate to say it like this, but is the
1: geek going into this week is make... They're, make JJ McCarthy beat you.
2: Be careful what you I wish know, for. I right? know that, yeah, but it could be. It you know we know how dangerous their running backs can be. So it could be. Yes.
4: No, that's it's a good question.
3: Just I, how good are their wide receivers? That's the question how I would have. I think, think good they're up. good.
2: They, yeah, good enough. They've had better. <laughs> they've had better. Their tight ends are what are yes, dangerous. Yes.
1: To State College, where Penn State hosted Rutgers.
0: Inverted wishbone in the backfield.
1: Wide receiver each way. Evans far side, near side, Lambert Smith. On the near hash, attacking the south end zone to our right, going into the student section. From the two, Katron Allen bounces
0: left side to the goal line. Touchdown, Penn State. Patron Allen's fifth rushing touchdown of the season. A 15-play, 75-yard drive.
1: Steve Jones on Learfield. This was a low-scoring affair through three quarters, but Penn State pulls away late to get the win 27-6.
2: You know, they majored in the run, and then Drew Aller went out. He got banged up and got knocked out of the game, so they put Prabule in, their backup quarterback, who's more of a runner, and he helped the running cause there. So, you know, being able to run the football and have a lead for most of the time, as we've talked about, Rutgers... They're good when they don't have to throw. Yeah, when I read something throw
4: interesting about Rutgers that uh, they still haven't scored a touchdown in Beaver Stadium since 2014 joining the Big really? Ten. They, they haven't <laughs> scored a touchdown in Beaver Stadium yet. They were close. Had some penalties that brought it back.
3: Penn State better learn how to how to, how to to score when you get the ball inside their five-yard five line. Yeah, yeah. Line up with a 6'4", 230-pound quarterback. I think I'd run the quarterback sneak and have that big tackle help pushing him push across the line. Push, of yeah. push. To we're going to see that this week. Aller <laughs> get hurt, though. Yeah.
4: To
1: Iowa City, where the Hawkeyes could wrap up the West if they could beat Illinois. It wasn't easy.
3: Well, the Hawks have another set of downs.
9: Here's a big hole. Caleb Johnson, he's going to go to the end zone. Touchdown, Iowa touchdown iowa no flags rusty Feth blew it wide open over right guard and so did tyler Ellsbury. and 30 yards later caleb johnson gives the hawkeyes a lead
1: gary dolphin on learfield iowa pulls it out 15 13 you know the interesting part looking at the other side of this
2: is illinois and remember we've been talking the last couple of weeks john paddock had played really well at quarterback but they had Luke Altmeyer playing. Um, that had to be an interesting uh, discussion in Champaign after the game.
4: Yeah, and I think there are some interesting questions about some of their play callings. I was listening to Coach uh, Bale- uh, Bilima's Bielma. post game press conference, and he was saying, uh, you know, yeah, I, I, I question, you know, what my coordinators are doing there. So I don't Ooh. know if that's going to cause some riff. <laughs> uh, you know, he had to talk to him uh, during that last series, but credit Iowa, you know, for finding ways uh to go out there and and find, you know, get touchdowns when they need to. They miss an extra point and then of course the defense has to come up. But that's seventeen of eighteen games that I was won in November and what did I read? One ninety five for Coach Fair and Snow. Mm-hmm. So congrats to him.
3: You got to beat them. Mm -hmm. They're not going to beat themselves. Close ball game, 15 to 13, but they find ways to win.
1: And Jim brought this up uh, for weeks. If not for the goofy punt return called back against Minnesota, they'd be sitting at 10 and 1 right now. Yeah, I know. Wow. That's like, whoa. To (laughs) Bloomington next, where Indiana hosted Michigan State. Second and 12, Spartans. Time back in at the
3: 36 yard line of Indiana. Hauser in the shotgun. Kate Hauser, pressure, rolls to his left. Unloads downfield. He's got Carr. Malik He's got Carr him. with the catch. Breaks away from the Hoosiers. Yeah. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, MSU.
1: What a
10: play by Malik Carr. He was not going to be denied.
1: George Blaha, Spartan Sports Network, Sparty with that late score to win it 24-21. You know, the
2: impressive part about that play from Malik Carr, if you had a chance to see it, he bounced off one defender and then just shucked another one and got in there. And what a difference he seems to make. And Caden Hauser seems to be playing better, better at quarterback, too.
4: Yeah, Indiana didn't wrap up on that play. They no. came in for the yeah. big hit. I don't know and if they could have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Carr's a big man. It's 260-6-6, but just shows what kind of weapon he is. You know, you saw that earlier in the year with him, but then he was out, didn't, you know, played a little bit in the second half. Against Ohio State, but came there and, and really made just the game-winning touchdown. Hey, that's credit to Sparty for those guys sticking around. And Indiana, boy, they'll play everybody tough.
3: I, I agree. I, I, a lot of respect for Michigan State hanging in there winning. Winning, you know, they could have packed their bags yeah. and quit mid mid year. Yep, coaches they don't have a coach, coaches won't be coming back. A lot of the players are probably in portal right now, transferring out of there. So. Good win for To
1: Evanston, Northwestern could surprisingly become bowl eligible if they could take care of
9: Purdue. Bryant throwing near side. Cam Johnson began. Sidesteps the defender. Thiedemann, 35-30. Cuts inside 20. He's to the 15. On his way.
0: End zone. Touchdown, Cam Johnson.
4: Dave and
1: it's on Learfield. How about Northwestern after winning only one game a year ago, all they went through leading up to the season they get their sixth win beating purdue twenty three fifteen it's amazing and it seemed
2: when they got Ben Bryant back at quarterback he'd been out with an injury and you know a guy that played at Cincinnati two different times played at eastern Michigan ends up at northwestern and you know this team just seemed to really buy into what their coach David braun uh, was selling them, and you know, I don't know if it coincided with them removing the interim tag from him, but and let's point out too, Purdue played without Hudson Card, their starting quarterback.
4: Now, congratulations to Northwestern. I didn't see this coming, Mm-mm. you know, early in the year. I thought, man, it's going to be lucky if they can win four ball games, and, and yet now they're bowl eligible yep. and got a chance to, you know, play Illinois in that final game of the year for, you know, win number seven. Uh, you know, like I said, we talked about a little bit last week. That's, you know, obviously a guy that's going to get a lot of votes for Coach of the Year with that turnaround. Mm-hmm. From what they had last year what one victory yeah. one in 12 last year or and, something
2: and, and no wins in North America that win was <laughs> in
1: <laughs> Ireland yeah Co- coach cooper nobody saw this from northwestern this year
3: if i had a vote he he get my vote for coach of the year i tell you right now i thought they'd probably throw the towel in but certainly yeah. certainly not not uh, not after after mid mid year you know two other teams trying to
1: become bowl eligible were wisconsin and nebraska this one went to overtime
4: First and goal at the three. Allen stays in there. To the right of the quarterback, Mordecai gives it to Allen, up the middle, Braylon pushing to the two, to the one, to the end zone! Touchdown, Braylon Allen!
1: Matt LePay on Learfield, Badgers get it done in OT, beating Nebraska 24-17.
2: And what a difference it seems to make that they got Tanner Mordecai back at quarterback and Braylon Allen back at running back, and after a lackluster performance the week before, Wisconsin does what they need to do to get bowl eligible. Nebraska playing with their third mm-hmm. quarterback, and uh, even though he made some plays running the football purdy, uh, it just you know didn't seem like their quarterback play allowed them to really have much of a chance for a lot of the year.
3: The, yeah, be- it- the best thing about going to one of those bowl games like we're talking practices. about is you get about an extra 15, 20 days of practice. And trust me, those teams need it. <laughs> I, I was watching Wisconsin. They, they need some more spring practice.
4: Yeah, they do. And, you know, that was a, a good win for Wisconsin. Their bowl streak's 20-some years now, so they can extend that. That would have been tough if Luke wouldn't been able to do that in his first year. And, you know, just kind of a feel-good moment. But for Nebraska, they're still fighting to get that bowl eligibility. Obviously, they got Iowa coming up.
1: Coming up this week, as Jim mentioned, Friday, Iowa at Nebraska. Also Friday in Detroit, Penn State, and Michigan State. For Saturday, Indiana at Purdue, Northwestern at Illinois, Minnesota will host Wisconsin, Maryland at Rutgers, and of course, none bigger than Ohio State at Michigan. Up next, we are scheduled to be joined by Ohio State coach Ryan Day. His first comments of the week as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues.
0: You're listening to Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Yeah, the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, there is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to CollegeAdvantage.com. First down.
3: Well, that's not entirely unexpected. Ha <laughs> ha! Classic Bob. <laughs>
2: Hi, this is Paul Keels. This Buckeye season, don't let a broken windshield ruin your game plan. Safe Light Auto Glass makes it easy to get your windshield fixed with their mobile glass shops all over central Ohio. They can come to you anywhere, giving Buckeye fans more time for game time. O-H-I-O! Man, I love that. Schedule at Safelight.com. Safe Light Auto Glass is a proud sponsor of Ohio
9: State Athletics.
8: Safelite repair! Light repair!
9: Safe Light, As the official hot dog of Ohio State Athletics, Sugardale is dedicated to delicious. Whether you're cheering on the Buckeyes at the game or grilling at your home tailgate, you can count on Sugardale to score a touchdown. Made right here in Ohio for more than 100 years, Sugardale has always taken a personal approach to making great-tasting, high-quality meats. Look for Sugardale hot dogs, bacon, ham, and more at your local grocery store.
0: The Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield.
1: Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto. Rolls on with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossack. Join Coach Ryan Day at experts from across Buckeye Nation to preview all the matchups and break down Saturday's game. Game time with Ryan Day presented by Huntington. Airs Saturday morning at 9 on 10 TV in Columbus and statewide on Bally Sports Ohio. Joined for a few moments now by Ohio State Coach Ryan Day. His comments are presented by Kroger. And, Coach, thank you so much for your time. You can hear it from your players especially the defensive guys following Saturday's win that they were ready for this week how do you keep some of the emotions caged until noon Saturday when this great matchup gets kicked off
12: well I think the first thing is you have to uh, talk to them about it you know all of us you know, including myself just you know keep your emotions in check you, know, you have to um, and not let distractions get in the way um, and just focus on your work that's it and on big w- weeks like uh, this week that's what you have to do you, know, you can't Look at what happened in the past. You can't look ahead too much. Uh, you have to just you know dive into your work and prepare the best you can, coach. Last
4: week, the game close at half. You come out, you have the ball to third quarter and four. everybody kind of gets back to their seat. Uh, you know, Travion's taken at seventy five. Defense gets a turnover, and boom, the game changed just that quick. And you know, that, it's just fun to watch that team kind of take advantage of that moment. You know, and, and uh, go out there and maximize it.
12: Yeah, the first half was was you know a little funky in that. You know, we had to think maybe three or four possessions inside the 10-yard line. And so made for a long field and didn't quite convert on a couple things in the red area. But, you know, we knew we had the ball coming out to start uh, the second half, talked to the guys at halftime about winning the first five minutes, and then we got 14 points in the first minute. So, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, job well done there. Uh, but second half has been a, um, you know, an emphasis point for us all off season and continues to be.
3: Coach, I, I can tell those players from, from experience that one play – can and probably will make the difference in who wins or loses that ball game. I mean, a missed tackle here, a drop pass there, somebody jumping offside, uh, so that kind of situation. Uh, corner cornerback slipping down. Uh, one play, one play. You can't take one play off and, and expect to win this football game.
12: That's right. That's it. Comes down to you know one play. And just don't know when that play is going to be. You know, it comes down to one yard, one inch, and that's been the message. Certainly coming off the last year and. Um, you know, we've been fighting for those inches, fighting for those yards all off season, all season this year. And so we're counting on that to, um, you know, be be something that we can grab onto here on Saturday. you,
3: you got to feel real good about uh, about the way our defense is playing. I I, I I don't think I've ever seen a team make, make that kind of improvement one year to, to this year, uh, particularly in the secondary. I mean, we're not giving up big plays. If that ball is thrown, it's thrown to you. Make the interception. Make the tackle. We haven't given up many home runs. And that's why we're undefeated. Wow.
12: Yeah, well, it's 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 all uh, you know in preparation for this one, um, and so you know now we got to go put it on the field. But um, we are going to play with a bunch of confidence. You know, we are going to go into that stadium and play with great confidence.
2: In the last two games, coach, what has Kyle McCord showed you that points toward his growth?
12: Well, you know, you just watch the body of work, um, and you know, you see uh, good play, you see. Um, you know improvements in certain areas, you see them enhancing in other areas, C- certainly situational football we've talked about, taking care of the football, um, really important especially in big games, so we're going to need them to take care of the football, make great decisions, and then obviously do a great job on third down in the red zone.
4: Coach, you had an unsportsmanlike conduct times six last game, it's kind of the <laughs> first time we ever saw that, uh, but seriously, penalties are important in this big game coming up uh, looking over the last two years, you guys have had 19 penalties for 157 yards they've had seven for 50 that's a difference in those ball games
12: yeah you're right about that yeah and um, we had an opportunity to sit down as a team and identify the areas that you know uh, you know in order to win the game we have to we have to get done and certainly one area was was exactly that and so um, you know part of that is is just handling the environment you know it's going to be loud it's going to be a great environment. And so, you know, all uh, three phases has to be able to handle that. And that's all about discipline. Ryan, what's it been
2: like to have Dallin Hayden to give you a little bit of change of pace there at running back?
12: Yeah, uh, good to have him back. You can see his his feet move. Uh, He's got really good vision and and good feet. And, um, you know, great to get him back. And and in the fold, you know, he's able to uh, play this past week and then play this upcoming week and still be able to keep his red shirt. Um, So, um, great to have that depth back um, you don't have to lose a mind
3: yeah coach from the from the practice schedule this week you try to do the same thing you've been doing up until this week or you take a little more time off I know you got a lot of parents in here probably wanting to have thanksgiving dinner with their players and that kind of a situation how do you how do you handle all that?
12: yeah so we're gonna keep the routine the routine um, everything we're working on this year has been um, you know in preparation for this game so um, the stuff that we've been working on on a weekly basis, the stuff that we've been identifying and evaluating on Sundays after the game, um, you know, is all towards um, you know, playing in this game. So, the good thing is we're going to keep the, our routine the same. Um, you know, we will, you know, uh, have practice a little bit earlier on on Thursday, um, you know, and, and certainly have an opportunity to, to spend some time with their family. But, um, you know, we're going to keep the, the main thing the focus. Um, you know, I, I shared that with the guys. I, you know, I asked them. I said, Do "You guys." Remember Thanksgiving last year? You know, they said they really didn't. They said, remember the game? They said, yeah. So (laughs) we need to make sure that, you know, we we focus on, um, you know, preparing for this game. Uh, Certainly it's going to be an opportunity to spend time with Thanksgiving, which you have to do. Um, You have to get away for a little bit and enjoy the holiday. But ultimately, um, you know, we're going to make sure that we're always focused on this game.
4: Yeah, Thanksgiving is a hard holiday for, you know, if you're a football player, you know, just it's just it's tough that you have to do it. You know, Coach, obviously this game's won in the trenches. Uh, you know, you can look, study it over the years. Uh, the teams with the best offense and defensive lines that go out there and execute on that game uh, on that day, they end up finding a way to win, and that's going to be the case again this year.
12: No question. Yeah, you got to run the ball and stop the run. And, um, you know, and then certainly explosive plays are big. So, um, you know, just... Two major things that we've been we've been harboring all season, and uh, and, and you know, it's no different this week. So we're gonna have a great plan. Got to go put it on the field. Got to have a great week of practice, and then it's just all about getting you know your body body mind and soul ready to go do it. And uh, we again preparing all year for it. So you know we're gonna make sure that um, you know, the guys are really focused on that, and um, and and they will be. Uh, you could just tell after the game uh, when that got into that locker room, um, you could just see the look in their eye. No, and, everybody. Um looking forward to seeing them tomorrow in practice. You
2: no, know, everybody pays attention to them, but uh, if you would, just some things about your upcoming opponent that they do well that are a concern.
12: <laughs> yeah, they're obviously a very good team and have played well this season. Um, you know, all three phases do a good job. And um but you know, I, I say this all the time. Uh, it doesn't matter, you know, who we play, it's always about the buckeyes and it's gonna be about the buckeyes on Saturday. So, you know, we need to make sure that we're doing our part um of playing our best game the season.
4: Coach, I saw Matt Jones go out there in the second quarter, but he did come back in the third. Overall, the healthier team pretty good for the Week 12.
12: Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, I think that, you know, it was good to, um, like you said, jump out in that third quarter and get a little bit of a cushion to allow some guys some rest. Um, In the last two weeks, we've been able to do that a little bit, um, knowing that this, you know, we had to have all the bullets in the chamber going into this game. I decided to hold Tommy. Um, that was not easy <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah that was that was not that was not good um but um you know held kate a couple weeks ago um you know was really careful with trey and make sure that you know he was ready uh, to come back and so um yeah you know excited to get these guys um you know back out in the field but you know feel like you know we're going to have all of our bullets in the chamber you know still got to get through the week and see how everybody's doing but um Yeah, I feel decent about our our, uh, health right
1: now. Buckeye Coach Ryan Day, you know we always appreciate your time. We'll see you tomorrow, okay?
12: Okay, guys, thanks.
1: Coach's comments presented by Kroger. Kroger Pickup is the easy way to get what you want right when you need it. Try Kroger Pickup today in the Kroger app or at Kroger.com. Coming up, we will hit the red zone with Tim May of Letterman Row as tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show continues.
0: This is Buckeye Roundtable. Presented by Buyers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield.
8: Hey there, this is Mia from Union Home Mortgage. And I'm the unofficial queen of helping you close on your dream home. And how do I do such a wondrous feat? It's all in the power of UHM's Build Your Payment program. The name says it all. You tell us what you can afford and we'll build your payment. Then voila, dream home officially yours. Now, let's talk housewarming gifts. Visit UHM UHM.com union home mortgage corp is an equal housing lender nmls number 2229
2: hi this is paul keels this buckeye season don't let a broken windshield ruin your game plan safe light auto glass makes it easy to get your windshield fixed with their mobile glass shops all over central ohio they can come to you anywhere giving buckeye fans more time for game time oh man i Schedule at safelight.com. Safelight Autoglass
5: is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics.
8: Safelight repairs, Safelight
0: Replace!
5: When you have Encova insurance on your team, you have a teammate you can count on. Hi, I'm Archie Griffin, two-time Heisman Trophy winner, and I know a little bit about the importance of having a team you can trust. Whether you need to protect your home, car, business, or family, huddle up with your independent Encova agent and create a game plan. Incova agents are local. They know your town just as well as you do. The best part? Incova's outstanding roster of products was created with you in mind and can even be customized to fit your unique needs, which means you're calling the plays. Visit Encova.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, you can count on Incova Insurance.
2: Incova Insurance is focused on building a stronger future for their agents, policyholders, and the communities they serve. Their network of licensed, independent agents are always ready for what's next. Incova Insurance, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics.
0: This, This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyer's Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. For every Buckeye touchdown scored this season, the Heartland Bank Community Foundation will make a donation to the USO of Central and Southern Ohio, benefiting our active duty military personnel and their families. For more information or to support our troops, go to USOCSO.org and be the force behind the forces
0: guy roundtable red
1: zone. joined inside the red zone by tim may of letterman row tim thanks for your time you covered a lot of ohio state michigan games over the years I always love talking to the, the former players about this game, especially the older guys, you know, from the 60s and 70s, Woody versus Bo, how the claims were mm-hmm. that, you know, there were secret cameras across the street spying on them. Don't know if that was psychological that? warfare or not to fire the players up, but as much as he loved this rivalry, in your opinion, what do you think Bo Schenbleck- Beckler's reaction would be with everything happening off the field right now?
10: Well, wait a minute. You mean, you mean somebody's got secret cameras on him? Shining- catch what Ohio State's doing in practice and in, uh, in their science team. Uh he he'd, he'd be going he'd probably be going nuts, you know, but you always got the uh you always got the impression that that uh Bo and Woody pretty much when he came to stuff like that played uh, pretty close to the best you know, close to the rules, etc. But he would I'm sure he's turning over wherever he is, he and Woody are probably fighting about it right now, you know, but uh but it's gotta be Uh, it's got to be embarrassing him, even though he's in the afterlife. I mean, that was his life, you know, and and now to have this, and it really is a stain. They don't know it yet. This is is a stain on Michigan football. No matter what happens on Saturday, uh, you know, they're doing something that most people have never heard of, uh, especially since 1994. You know, you can talk to Coach John Cooper sitting right there about when he used to have to live scout way back in the 60s as an assistant coach for Tommy Prothrow and probably Pepper Rogers. But, you know, that got outlawed uh, a long time ago. And it's just – it was a scheme gone awry and uh, has been uh, has been outed. And they deserve anything they get from this point.
3: I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Thank you. <laughs> you you, 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 you violate the rules, you ought to have to pay the consequences. Yeah. It's, and it, they, they, you
10: know what, the three-game – three game day it's not even the game day the three game window suspension that uh, jim harbaugh is dealing with now is almost laughable it should be three a three week suspension but on top of that there's a lot more to come it does i do believe in this whole thing which will make a three game
4: window suspension pale Tim, in your perspective, you know, you've seen a lot of games, defense wins championships, they say, and this defense for Ohio State hasn't given up a rushing touchdown in the last six ball games. just three all year. And they're going yeah. into a, a place where the team likes to run the ball with a big old offensive line. What's going to win out? Yeah, it's that's the interesting thing, Jim, because we've seen this defense backed up, uh,
10: backed up against the wall, so to speak, many times this season, and more times than not, come out, Come out ahead. Now you know sometimes that means a field goal, but uh but the difference in this defense from last year to this year, just from the uh, the confidence standpoint that these guys are all playing with. I mean, Jack Sawyer was talking about that after the game uh, the other night, and uh, Jordan Hancock. You've just seen fellows mature in in front of you. I mean, just from last year, you know, there was there was a new new system and all that kind of stuff, but also some new guys playing. Almost everybody came back, but you can see the embrace of the system, uh, the the maturity of these guys, the ability to lean on each other instead of thinking I'm over here, but I got to go over there because I don't trust that guy to make a play. You're not seeing any of that, uh, at least I haven't uh, this season. It makes a hell of a difference. But you're right, uh, when you're number two in the country and points given up, that's no, that's the stat that matters most. Uh, nine point two points, or so nine point two seven points per game. Of course, number one is Michigan nine nine point zero this could be this could be the 1973 game all over again now now th- th- by the way for people just listening that was the 10-10 tie. yes ahead. it
2: was now follow me here for a second tim you had what maryland did saturday to michigan you had 2018 yeah. ohio state at maryland you had last year ohio state at maryland should the buckeyes make sure moving forward that the conference does not schedule them with games in college park the week before michigan
10: yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and you saw, you, you saw with Illinois, uh, uh you saw with Illinois last year, uh, Michigan got a, he go, what, on the last play of the game to beat Illinois the week before the game. And then you saw what happened in the game. Those games, those games, those games before the game are rarely harbingers for what's to come on Saturday because everything ratchets up to another level. You know, and I heard Coach Day, I mean, uh, bottom line is you get, you get, you can't, to think you're going to play flawless. Is a little bit of a pike dream. You go in with that goal, but you can't let the setbacks knock you back, you know. And uh, and all you guys know this because you've been around the game almost as long as I have. Big plays are what really determine this one because it, this really looks pretty
4: even uh,
10: when you look at it uh, on paper.
4: Big plays. If Marvin Harrison Jr. makes some big plays, will he win the Heisman? This is
10: this is the game this is the one that will determine his viability in the Heisman race. It slipped uh, this past week when, for some reason, I think he was only targeted like six or seven times. Uh, kind of reminded me of the season opener against Indiana, and it looked to me like they were trying to, in essence, keep him keep him healthy but uh, keep him on the field as a decoy. You know, he'll be anything but a decoy uh, this week. And But um, you, I think you agree, Jim, I mean, the return of Travion Henderson has put this offense back on another level, yep. a higher level, from the terms, from the from the sense of threats that they can pose to this Michigan defense, which may not know what's coming. This
1: time, they may have to just read and react. Mm. Tim May, Letterman Road. Tim, we always appreciate your insight. Thank you.
10: Oh, you're always welcome. I hope you got my joke, the read and react joke. We
1: got it. <laughs> we knew exactly. Right. Well played, sir. Coming Where's up next, it? our number two of our Buckeye Roundtable show our Incova Insurance Archie Griffin High School Player of the Week award. We've reached the state semis here as far as high school football. Our American Dairy Association Mideast's top high school performances and our whip around the state. We'll hit the sidelines with Matt Andrews. Our Insiders Access, Austin Ward of Rivals.com will join us. Saturday, Ohio State at Michigan. Our AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show begins at 10.30 a.m. This is Buckeye Roundtable on the Ohio State Sports
9: Network from Learfield.
13: Tales.
0: Presented by Byers Auto. He's on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper in with us tonight. I'm Skip Mossick. You know what week it is. Saturday, Ohio State is at Michigan. Much more on that coming up. But right now, it's time to talk a little high school football.
0: It's time for the Encova Insurance High School Player Award on Buckeye Roundtable.
1: One of the highlights of the Buckeye Roundtable show is the presentation of the Encova Insurance Archie Griffin Athlete of the Week Award during each roundtable show. Encova Insurance and the Ohio State Sports Network honor a high school athlete for their outstanding play and team leadership. And tonight's recipient is Senior Whiteout Safety Braylon Gabes from Salina High School. Jim Lachey knows where exactly, that's at yep. over in Mercer County. Friday night, Braylon Gabes threw for a touchdown. He rushed for two more while on defense had a pair of interceptions, including an 80-yard pick six as Salina beat Hamilton Baden 37-25 in a D3 regional final. The Bulldogs are coached by Brennan Bader. They're 12-2 and and will face 13-1 and Bishop <coughs> Watterson in a Division Three state semifinal Friday in Xenia. Again, congratulations to Braylon Gabes from Salina High School, the recipient of this week's Incova Insurance Archie Griffin High School Athlete of the Week Award. Incova Insurance, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics.
0: Time now for Buckeye Roundtable's American Dairy Association Mideast. Top performers at our whip around the state. And while
1: that young man from Mercer County had a big night, that was not the only top performance from the state regional finals from this
4: past weekend no from slina to cleveland st edward running back brandon white had 20 carries for 256 yards and three touchdowns leaving st ed's past medina at 42 to 7 kirtland
2: running back will beers rushed 10 times for 99 yards and a pair of touchdowns and also had a 50 yard touchdown reception in kirtland's 42-0 42 nothing went over Mogador.
1: I knew you'd like his last name,
3: Paul. Hilliard-Bradley <laughs> <laughs> you, quarterback, guys. Braden LaHardy rushed for 180 yards and three touchdowns. He passed for 169 yards two more scores. Bradley beat Upper Arlington in double overtime, yep. 35-28. Mm.
4: Chardon linebacker Austin Green had a fumble recovery and an
3: interception.
4: Seven tackles with five solos as Chardon defeated Ursuline. 31 to 14.
2: Moeller running back Jordan Marshall rushed for 103 yards and a touchdown and caught five passes for 49 yards as Moeller beat Lakota West 22 nothing.
3: Mm. Harvest Prep's Lenny Wicks had nine carries for 101 yards, a pair of touchdowns leading Harvest Prep Harvest Prep past Wheelersburg 22 to zip. Springfield's
4: Bebe Norman had 23 carries for 192 yards and a touchdown in Springfield's 21 to 14 win over Dublin Kaufman.
2: Glenville's Deshante Jones ran for 264 yards and a pair of touchdowns, leading Glenville past Sandusky Perkins, 36 26.
3: Valley View quarterback Caden Henson he ran for three touchdowns, guys threw for three more. His Valley View defeated Waynesburg, Waynesville, 42 to 24. And finally, Perry. Whiteout. Braden Richards had a
4: 47-yard touchdown reception and threw a 79-yard touchdown pass as Perry blanked south range 32 to wow. nothing. Good stuff. Yeah. As the number
1: of teams continues to shrink, our whip gets a little shorter as we go around the state. We still have a couple of affiliate phone-ins. We'll start with WMBO's Tyler Mathias. In Division 7,
12: Region 25 in a regional final, Danville and Downton faced off from Dover this past Friday night. And the Dalton Bulldogs ended up coming out with a victory 31 to 8. But Cole DeLotter of the Danville Blue Devils had a big night in his final game of his high school career as he rushed for 96 yards. He blocked a punt that turned into a safety and he also had a receiving touchdown. DeLotter finishes the season in his career as the single season record holder of rushing yards in a season for Danville football. And Dalton will now take on Caldwell in a state semifinal from Zanesville Friday night. Reporting from WNBO and WQIO, out of Mount Vernon, I'm Tyler Mathias.
1: All right, Tyler, southeast of Washington County and WMOA's Andy Rex. Guys, Caldwell High School quarterback Kale Bender hooked up with Hunter Petrie on a 26-yard touchdown with just 44 seconds left in the game to lift the Redskins to a 20-19 come-from-behind win over Eastern in a Division
12: Seven Region 27 final Friday night at Warren High School. It was a night that defense ruled with neither team getting to 300 total yards in the game. Caldwell scored first, but the Eagles then scored 19
11: straight before the Redskins put the final two touchdowns on the board. Eastern ends their season at 12-2. and
0: Caldwell is now 11-3 and and will take on Doughton in the state semifinals Friday night at Zanesville High School. From WMOA in Marietta, I'm Andy Rex.
1: All right, to Northwest Ohio and Henry County, WNDH's Dave Kleck. A pair of Henry County football teams are headed to the state Final Four. Liberty Center improved to 14-0 and with a comeback
2: win over Coldwater, 17-7. The turning point of the game was a rush on the quarterback for Coldwater. Trenton Cruz tipped the ball in the air, and Landon Backelman rambled home for the TD on the interception. And Liberty Center was on the board, and they never looked back. Patrick Henry had two 100-yard rushers in their win over Macomb in the D7 regional final. Houston Miranda and Lincoln Crager
1: both rushed for over 100 yards. From WNDH and Napoleon, I'm Dave Kleck. Thanks to all of our affiliates all season long for getting those babies in here. This is always such a really special week for those teams to be able to practice on Thanksgiving Day.
4: Yeah, the final four, right? Yeah. That's what we're down to, and uh, no, it's awesome. It is. It's a, it's an honor. A lot of these guys, that's their goal is to want to practice on Thanksgiving and uh, you know beat the stuffing out of them and grab a drumstick <laughs> and all those type of things. So yeah, no, that's that's the kind of thing. Hey, hail to the Redskins! How about yeah. that, Caldwell?
1: And uh, this is old for teams like Moeller, on the Except
2: for the fact that they're playing the team that knocked them out last year, <laughs> Springfield.
1: St. Edward, but a really nice story for the first-timers, like, like Hildred yeah. Bradley, to, to, get, to reach this point of the season for the first time. Salina. Congratulations to them. Salina, as, as mentioned, as far as all that stuff. Very local,
4: this is old stuff. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, we they, practice every Thanksgiving. Yeah, they, they just book it.
1: <laughs> Our top performers from around the state was presented by the American Dairy Association Mideast. A reminder from Ohio's Dairy Farmers, Eight ounces of delicious chocolate milk has eight grams of high-quality protein with the power to fuel everyone from elite athletes
0: to weekend warriors. We'll
1: break down this past weekend from around the top 25 after further review as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues.
0: For a Buckeye Roundtable coming up, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield.
5: Hi, I'm Archie Griffin, two-time Heisman Trophy winner. When you have Incova insurance on your team, you have a teammate you can count on. Whether you need to protect your home, car, business, or family, huddle up with your independent ENCOVA agent and create a game plan. ENCOVA's outstanding roster of products was created with you in mind and can be customized to fit your unique needs. Visit ENCOVA.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, you can count on ENCOVA Insurance.
8: The best outcomes for treating cancer come from early detection and early diagnosis. The James Cancer Diagnostic Center at Ohio State is designed
0: to provide rapid evaluation and a clear diagnosis.
8: We are transforming care by giving patients direct access
0: to cancer experts who study and treat cancer every day.
3: If you think you have cancer, the choice is clear.
1: Choose the James Cancer Diagnostic Center.
8: Ready?
7: It doesn't matter if you're playing hard or working hard. Your workout only works out if you recover right. Chocolate milk helps you recover for what comes next. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. From biking to bench presses, milk's protein helps you build lean muscle and gain more from your workouts.
8: Ready? Recover. Recover. Repeat. Repeat. Brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics.
0: (laughs) This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. Saturday, it's Ohio State at Michigan. Our coverage from Ann Arbor will begin at 1030 a.m. with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show here on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield.
5: Got Greatest play is under further
0: review. After further review. Penix takes a snap, looking to throw.
12: He's going to fire, and it's caught by Roman Dunze!
0: Unbelievable! A fastball to the Bolitnikov candidate, Roman Dunze, takes it into the
1: 20-yard
10: line. It's a first down for Washington. They'll take three knees, and they will go to the Boeing Apple Cup with an 11-0 record.
1: Tony Castricone on Learfield. That play sums up how Washington is so good when they need to be. Game on the line. They deliver to hold off Oregon State 22-20.
2: Michael Penix continues to keep himself as maybe one of the leaders in the Heisman discussion. But how about Oregon State? The way they played huh. this year. You know, they're 8-3 they're and three now. 5-3. and three.
1: Eight combined points. or the combined Something three, crazy yeah. like
2: that, yeah. Uh, Jonathan Smith, whose name has been thrown around for other possible openings, has done a good job. That's not an easy place, you hear people say, to go play at Reeser Stadium there in Corvallis. Coach, you know that better than any of us. you spent some time there.
3: i spent a long time there. A couple of great years. Actually, he went to the Rose Bowl there, That's 1964 right, Rose Bowl. They haven't been back since then. <laughs> they, the conditions were terrible. Yeah. It was rainy.
4: rainy. Uh, you know, Pennix was under you know 50% in that ball game. 162 yards, two TDs, but you know no interceptions. But made those plays when he needed yeah. them. That's exactly. great weather,
3: Jim, if you're yeah. <laughs> it at Oregon
1: State. <laughs> hey, it rains all year, doesn't it? Staying in the Pac-12 where Oregon was at Arizona State
3: the throw to that movement. man that's gonna be bryant jr spins away from a tackle first down 50 yard line still in his feet 40 still in his feet 30
0: inside the 20 he's gonna go all the way that's a touchdown
1: jerry allen on learfield ducks roll over asu 49 13 and they had 42 of those points by halftime mm. and and coach cooper pointed this out Bo
2: Nix had six TD passes in the first half. You think they weren't trying to punch his ticket to get to New York for
4: the Heisman ceremony? With 404 yards with those six TDs. So, yeah, that was something that they were probably considering. But, uh, you know, will the coach be there next year? That's going to be the more interesting Yeah, he's a hot topic. Right, Dan Lanning. Uh, uh, One more from out west,
1: number 17, Arizona, hosted number 22, Utah
4: wiley will
9: go in motion out of that empty set here for noah he'll take the snap quick pass and it's caught by well got a block
0: wiley to the 20 15 10 5 touchdown arizona just like that bang it's 27 nothing
1: brian jeffries on learfield arizona much like oregon state has lost three close games and might be playing as well as anyone right now in the pac-12 they beat utah big 42 yeah, 18 an eight win season
2: Jed fish has done an incredible job out there and you know Utah. I saw the note today. Skip uh, Cam Rising announced he's going to come back for a seventh year and play quarterback in Utah. But you know Arizona. You're right. They had a couple of close calls. Otherwise, they'd maybe be vying for that championship. Absolutely.
4: So you get a medical year, right? You, you get a you get a redshirt year. You get a
2: pandemic year. You
4: get a pandemic year. Is the medical and a redshirt the same thing? I the medical redshirt. I, I, I used pandemic. to know, Jim. I, I don't four know. Four years. I mean, they're going to have to tighten these rules up. Five years. You get five years, But if you got
2: 29-year-old punters like Minnesota had <laughs> exactly, Why not?
4: I yeah. used to call it, what,
1: it was a red shirt and a gray shirt? Different back in the day, Coach Cooper?
3: Uh, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm going to tell you, if you win eight games, or eight games at Arizona, you've done a heck, heck of the job.
4: Exactly <laughs> right. He has. And he'll be another hot, you know, coach. Yeah.
1: To the other end of the country, to the SEC, Georgia, one of the few SEC teams to play anyone last weekend. They were at number 18, Tennessee.
10: Tennessee defensive line moving around. They bring four. Beck rolls right, throws Beck with
0: a scoop catch at the two. Did he get in? Yeah, touchdown. Brock Bowers.
1: Scott Howard on Learfield. Georgia looking really good right now. They win at Tennessee 38-10.
2: You know, much like what Ohio State had, Georgia had to replace a legendary quarterback. And uh, Carson Beck has done a very, very good job. And, you know, Georgia didn't have much of a challenging schedule early on, but they've done what they've needed to as it got tougher. Yeah,
3: 38 had... to nothing in, in Knoxville. That's a mm-hmm. tough place it to play is guys they didn't score a point in the fourth quarter no and they found a way to win you know with brock bowers was
4: gone now he's back cut seven catches that touchdown pass you just heard i mean <clears throat> they're obviously a team that's won a lot of games uh for a lot of years now
1: to the acc number four florida state hosted north alabama
9: first and goal from the three handoff holmes up the middle holmes house call into the end zone he knows what to do His second rushing touchdown of the year. Touchdown, Florida State. Touchdown,
1: FSU. Jeff Colhane on Learfield. Florida State beats North Alabama 58-13, but unfortunately came with a big cost.
2: Yeah, Jordan Travis, their quarterback, out for the year. Now, Skip, this is where it gets interesting. And we think about, this reminds you of the situation with the NCAA tournament with Cincinnati, with Kenyon Martin. Does a crucial injury like this affect the playoff committee's decision about where they're going to put Florida State if they finish undefeated? Yeah, and that, let's say Washington's still undefeated.
4: Yeah, that, that's something that probably will come to the minds of some of the people in the committee. Just a tough, tough injury yeah. that was ugly to see. And, you know, obviously he came out on social media and said that's going to end his college career and, you know, move on to the next level if he can get healthy.
3: I, I don't think it could, but I think it will. I don't think it could. I mean, the team, the team. you know, you, you got to look at the, at the mm-hmm. big picture. You're telling me those guys ain't, ain't going to a major bowl game because a guy got hurt? Well, it doesn't make any sense.
1: It, a little bit reminds of here in 14, maybe, at, at the very end, but as far as how they react and how Florida State plays moving forward as oh, far as okay. playing themselves yeah. in. That's, that was my point was, was you know, who knew what Cardale Jones was going to do in 14?
2: That's true. But but also Cardale Jones had an opportunity exactly. in that, that game, yeah.
1: Stay in the ACC where Louisville was at Miami.
11: Plummer.
4: There we He's go. got it! They run into each other.
0: The two Miami defenders going to score. Coleman, oh. He's going to score all the way down as the Miami <laughs> defenders run into each other. That
1: may be the worst radio highlight I've ever heard. I, I wish there was more of Paul Rogers and only Paul Rogers on Learfield. They hang on, keep a Hail Mary out of the end zone at the end. Louisville beats Miami 38-31. They only have one loss. Yeah,
2: only one loss. And uh, how about the job Jeff Brom has gone, going back to his hometown, going back to his alma mater. And, you know, the ACC is not what everybody thought it would be. Everybody was in love with North Carolina at the beginning of the year. Now look at what the Cardinals are doing.
4: Yeah, I mean, look what Jeff Bromson done. He took Purdue to the Big Ten Championship game last Last year, and now in his first year, he's taken, you know, got a chance to take Louisville to the ACC championship game and win that. So, uh, great job coaching, and, you yeah. know, he's back, like you said, at his hometown getting it done.
3: He get my vote to be National Coach of the Year. Oh, wow. One more from the ACC where Clemson
1: hosted number 20 North Carolina.
3: And they'll delay it to shipping. Shipping is taking a
0: right side. Big Inside the 20 at the 15 to 10 shipley scores from 33 yards out and clemson reestablishes a 13 point lead
1: don munson clemson radio network tigers on a nice rebound here they beat carolina 31 20
2: yeah it seemed like maybe the pressure kind of came off after they had some of those <laughs> losses in yeah. the middle of the season and playing better football and again back to north carolina you know drake may everybody was talking about him as a heisman potential candidate and all of that and It just goes to show what the uh, preseason projections (laughs) mean.
4: Got to play the games.
1: (laughs) Final stop, Big 12, where Texas was at Iowa State.
0: Viewers has it. Off
5: play action. Quinn to throw. Wide open. Whittington caught. Touchdown, Texas. Jay Witt right down the middle on third down and a... The
10: pass
1: goes for twenty-two yards, the game's first touchdown, and the Longhorns up two scores. Craig way on Learfield, Texas still with just the one loss. They win at Iowa State 26-16. But
2: their win over Alabama has them lurking around the playoff picture. If some other teams get hung with just one loss, mm-hmm. Texas could kind of be the, you know, the the the,
4: the one that maybe foils everything. Yeah, no, they get their are having a heck of a year and congratulations to them, but how about Iowa State, Matt Campbell? I mean, you know, here they are at six and a five. Not the type of year they thought they were going to have it. Of course, they had some suspensions at the beginning of the year, but, man, he was a hot college name. You know, every job that came up, his name was mentioned for it, and he's having trouble winning at Iowa State right now.
1: Yeah, Coach Cooper, uh, still a lot of football to be played with, with the final week of the regular season, their conference championship games, but you could have, if Paul brought this up, you could have a whole bunch of one-loss teams vying for maybe one, two, or even more
3: spots than that, depending on how this all plays out. Uh, that Texas ten 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 and one and beat Alabama right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they're going to be high on my list. It,
1: it's uh, again the, the craziness that's out there. If if if, if Bama gets Georgia, if uh, if Washington State gets Washington this or week, if Oregon or, or, or if or Oregon beats Washington, or vice versa, everything else. I mean, you still have all the rivalry games this week to see what's going to happen. It could get it could
4: get crazy. It could. Coach, you played at Iowa State. How are they taking uh- at their names right now? at Six and five.
3: Uh, The coach should have got out of there about five years ago. (laughs) They'll be praying for snow up there. And you know what? They're probably going to get it this weekend. All
1: right. Coming up, we will hit the sidelines with Matt Andrews as tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show continues.
0: You're listening to Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Buyers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network. From Learfield. The officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty. Let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, there is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kid's college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down.
3: Well, that's not entirely unexpected. ha <laughs> <laughs> classic Bob.
8: Hey there, this is Mia from Union Home Mortgage, and I'm the unofficial queen of helping you close on your dream home. And how do I do such a wondrous feat? It's all in the power of UHM's Build Your Payment program. The name says it all. You tell us what you can afford, and we'll build your payment. Then voila, dream home officially yours. Now, let's talk housewarming gifts. Visit UHM uhm.com. Union Home Mortgage Corp. is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 2229. Hey,
2: Buckeye fans, Paul Keels here for my other favorite nation, Window Nation. I just scored some new windows from Window Nation. What an amazing difference. Can't wait to start saving on those energy bills. Right now, they have an incredible offer just for Ohio State fans. Receive two windows free with every two you buy. Plus, put zero down, make zero payments with 0% interest for two years. Watch your Buckeyes in comfort this season with new windows from Window Nation. Call today at 866-90NATION or visit them online at windownation.com. Tell them Paul sent.
0: Is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield.
1: Welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. The 2024 Buckeye Cruise for Cancer set sail on the Silver Sea, Silver Dawn. It's an intimate ship with an even better experience, all-inclusive of beverages, shore excursions, taxes, and gratuities. Sail to bucket list ports with plenty of former Buckeye greats sailing from Fort Lauderdale February 17th through the 23rd. Call 614-792-6204 to book today.
0: This is the Elk and Elk Report on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield.
1: Jim, it was uh, funny hearing Coach Day after the game, he talked about it when he joined us last hour as well, about how badly Tommy Eikenberg wanted to play. I have to think he'll be back in there this week at linebacker.
4: You know, it kind of reminds me of John Simon. Remember back in, what, 2012 when he yeah. had that leg injury and, you know, he would, it was really a game time, game time type decision and, and couldn't play on senior day and that's... Yeah, you that's know, tough. I know for Tommy it's tough, but you know, he took one for the team there. Hey, uh, you know, just don't you know, worry about what's yourself and, and, and your goals, and but worry about the team's goals, and that's, you know, uh, taking care of business this week. So he should be healthy, ready to go. Saw him out in warm-ups, and I was just like, oh, man, maybe he'll play. But then once they started doing some T stuff, he stood on the sidelines. But, hey, credit to Cody Simon for yeah. filling in, doing a heck of a job out there. You saw C.J. Hicks get a few more reps out there, and obviously Steel Chambers. Uh, all year long was uh, made in one of those
3: linebacker spots.
1: And Coach, you remember very well, once once this week comes everybody gets a little healthier. Don't they uh, No question. <laughs> you, you, you definitely,
3: if, you, if, you're, if you're on the team at Ohio State you definitely want to play in the Michigan game.
1: Our 2-Deep Report was presented by the injury lawyers at Elk & Elk. Proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO
8: now for buckeye roundtables from the sidelines
1: report on the ohio state sports network we touched on this earlier with coach day you could definitely hear it especially in the defensive players voices after the game saturday that they were ready for this week as we hit the sidelines now with our matt andrews
6: thanks fellas defensive end jack sawyer a pickerington ohio native had a six tackles. Three and a half tackles for loss and one strip sack that helped Jalen tui return it inside the Minnesota 10. It was a career night for Sawyer, one of which he talked about, but the clear focus after the game was a team up north. Jack Sawyer outside the locker room. It's Michigan week.
13: You're from here. What goes through your mind? Uh, you know, it means everything to the city of Columbus. It means everything to us. This game is the most important game. And, uh, you know, we're really excited for the opportunity. You know, we're, we're, we're really excited. You were honed in tonight. I mean, what got into
6: you? Three and a half TFLs, more than six tackles. You forced the fumble.
13: Take me through your performance tonight. Well, I just give all the credit and all the glory to God uh, for putting me in this position. And, uh, you know, I thank my teammates my coaches as well. And. The defense of the whole is just playing downhill, and when you're playing confident like that and you're out there having fun with your brothers that you've worked so hard with, uh, you know, great things happen, and so that's really what happened tonight. What's it like being on one end, JT
6: on the other? Do you each feel like, hey, a little bit of pressure, a little bit of to the quarterback could wreak the havoc it did tonight turn the game around?
13: Yeah, you know, that's our mindset going in every game is to wreak havoc and be game changers and the defense needs us to be like that so uh we're definitely going to carry that in and, and build upon that and that's always in our mind is that we we need to be able to change the game on the edge what's the biggest thing you take from last year's game against that team up north that
6: you can carry leadership wise into this one
13: yeah it's just coming out of halftime you know we gotta we gotta be executing uh they're a great team they got a lot of great players so it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good battle and we're super excited for it. we can't wait and, uh, you know, it's just awesome that it's finally here. Finally, will there be a little bit of chip on the shoulder going up there? It'd be a tough trip, tough environment. Will that. Will you guys try to play that into a positive, maybe? Absolutely. You know, I think that's our mindset. You know, this whole team is is, is blue-collar, hard-working guys. And that's kind of the mindset we've had all offseason and this season.
6: That's Jack Sawyer on the front of that defense. On the back end of the defense, how about defensive back Denzel Burke? Nearly a shutout. I know you guys want to keep him off the board, but just comment on the way the defense played in general here today.
5: Yeah, we play uh, with our hair, our hair on fire. Um, you know, we're out there just really just having fun you know really just prepping for next week man you know you know it means a lot to us this year and you know we're going we you know, yeah but was
6: it hard to get through the week to week grind here down the stretch to get to this week yeah, it was but nice. you, you guys kept your focus pretty well
5: yeah i guess you could say it was hard to keep our focus during the week but you know we had our job was just go 1-0 this weekend and no worry about next week tomorrow so you know
6: It's a 13-point game at halftime. You guys came out with your hand on fire, got those two quick scores, but how how big of a momentum turn was that in this game?
5: Big momentum turn, big momentum change. Uh, You know, that's just us being us for real, and uh, we kind of started off a little slow in the first half, but, you know, we picked it up, and, you know, the scoreboard speaks for itself.
6: Jordan gets to pick. I don't remember what numbers the official read. The boos were too great, but... How crazy was that?
5: Man, it was crazy. I was just excited as him, man. I ran with him to the end zone, you know, celebrated. You know, it was just fun to see my guys make plays.
6: And speaking of his guys making plays, let's hear from Jordan Hancock on that interception and his return hoping to get to the end zone. Your second pick in three weeks. Take me through the play, Jordan. Uh, third down um, was lurking. The quarterback baited him to make him throw that pass and got the ball, uh, made a lineman miss and then try to get in the end zone, but got stopped a little bit short. When you get to pick, turn the corner and start back, the play's going crazy and you got blockers in front. What's going through your mind is the return man, the man that just made the play? i got to get to the end zone, make somebody miss, make somebody look stupid, man. So uh, that's kind of what I try to do and try to get in the end zone, but couldn't get there, but
7: it was still a good play for me.
6: How much confidence is there holding this team to three points going into your biggest game of the year now a season average of under nine only nine points per game of the defense how much of a confidence boost is this today uh, that's
7: a lot of confidence you know uh minnesota good team over there good squad coach
6: fleck over there coaching them well um kind of a smash mouth type of football team and they got good athletes but holding them to three was great going into next week finally what's your mindset as you go into next week uh just got to leave out of there with a w Pretty forthright. That's a recap, fellows, from the locker room. It was very straightforward and very on to the next one. Back to you.
1: All right, uh, Maddie, great job. How much does a chip uh, of a chip on on the shoulder does uh, that defense have, Paul? As you look at as far as uh, going into last week. Now you can, you're not going to erase the memories of last year, but just to, to I guess make up for the way things turned out last
2: year we've heard ryan day say it numerous times that this team had scars coming out of the end of last year translation michigan and georgia so the, it the, what happened last year will motivate them they lost at home they lost in an embarrassing way at home and then they got a second chance by getting in the playoff and then lost in a close game to georgia so what happened last year that's that you know that's going to be part of their mental makeup
4: it has to be, uh because you know what? When they flip on the film and mm-hmm. watch some stuff from last year, they're going to see those big plays. See Donovan
2: and Edwards running away.
4: It's going to be tough to watch, but you got to watch it to learn from it. And, uh you know, they have learned from it, but they got to go out and prove it now.
1: They I- talked about Hancock's pick and then running into the end zone to celebrate and the, the multiple unsportsmanlike sort of. But the, the funny thing about it, your Jack Sawyer was at the front end of that piece. He was named as far as that, and he was clearly just running running in there to, to grab the guys to bring him back to the
0: sidelines. And he got named. for
2: He real. got named for it too, and 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 as we tried to explain, because of that, they all got one unsportsmanlike. Had they got a second one, they'd have been out of the game.
4: They called number seven twice. We have two number sevens out there in the <laughs> field no at the idea. time, or what? <laughs> but that would have been another Drug penalty. Hancock, right?
3: I mean, come they, on. If they got kicked out, would have been, uh, been eligible to play next week? I don't
4: know. Uh, probably it, the it, first, yeah, probably first not the first half they would been out. All
1: right. Up next, our Insiders Access. Austin Ward from Rivals.com will join the program as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues.
0: This is Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto
5: on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. When you have IncOVA insurance on your team, you have a teammate you can count on. Hi, I'm Archie Griffin, two-time Heisman Trophy winner. And I know a little bit about the importance of having a team you can trust. Whether you need to protect your home, car, business, or family, huddle up with your independent NCOVA agent and create a game plan. NCOVA agents are local. They know your town just as well as you do. The best part? NCOVA's outstanding roster of products was created with you in mind and can even be customized to fit your unique needs, which means you're calling the plays. Visit Incova.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, you can count on Incova Insurance. Incova Insurance is focused on building a stronger
2: future for their agents, policyholders, and the communities they serve. Their network of licensed, independent agents are always ready for what's next. Incova Insurance, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics.
9: As the official hot dog of Ohio State Athletics, Sugardale is dedicated to delicious. Whether you're cheering on the Buckeyes at the game or grilling at your home tailgate, you can count on Sugardale to score a touchdown. Made right here in Ohio for more than 100 years, Sugardale has always taken a personal approach to making great-tasting, high-quality meats. Look for Sugardale hot dogs, bacon, ham, and more at your local grocery store.
0: This this is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. Buckeye Roundtable is brought to you in part by Incova Insurance. A proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics.
0: Buckeye Roundtable Insiders.
1: Joined for a few minutes now by Austin Ward dotting the eyes, rivals.com. Ohio State, Michigan coming up on this Saturday. And Austin, we talked about this throughout the show with so much on the line for both teams this week. In what days does the build up to this one just maybe feel
11: a little bit different, if at all? <laughs> uh, they all feel different starting on Saturday night, but after the game uh, number 11 is done, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, the intensity, the, having the Sunday with the band in there, uh, Monday, at practice, everything changes. You just feel the intensity. The Woody Hayes Athletic Center has a different vibe to it. Uh, once you get past Tuesday, though, and media access shuts down, it's weird for us covering the team because we're not going to be around. Uh, but they've got you know Thanksgiving and all that buildup, and I think that works for the team's advantage that we're removed, we're not a distraction, and they can get down to business heading into Saturday. But they all feel different this time of year because you know how important it is and when you put in 365, 364 days of work uh, this is important.
2: Do you feel like if a season could be scripted for this Ohio State team Austin, it could be uh, whatever you saw in the non-conference, then have the highlight of Notre Dame and then kind of work through everything else leading up to the last two weeks where the quarterback play took a step forward so a team seemingly is peaking but still has room for improvement?
11: Yeah, I think that that's it's about what you would want, Paul, because you had a, uh, a test early on that you mentioned. You went on the road. You found out something about uh, your Kyle McCord and the quarterback situation. They faced a really good defense in Penn State, passed that test, and then you have an opportunity against a couple defenses late in the year that aren't going to be the, the toughest ones that Ohio State faces, and you can sort of work out any of the details you want, any wrinkles, uh, try and play your best football, but more important than that, and this goes for Kyle McCord and the rest of the Ohio State program, really. A chance to get healthy. Uh, Kyle McCord has been playing on an injured ankle since that Notre Dame game. Uh, he hasn't had to play the full game. He's had some time off in the second half against Michigan State and Minnesota. So threw a bunch of touchdowns out there against Michigan State. Worked through some, you know, red zone ups, ups and downs against Minnesota, but still finished on a, a pretty high note and a comfortable win. The guy's 12-0 and as a starter for Ohio State, 11-0 and this year you're building you're strong you've got a chance to get healthy on both sides of the football and there have been other years where ohio state's had to play you know penn state in a top 10 game the week before dealing with michigan and you're beat up i mean your physical test and and you have to turn around on short notice and go play your most important game of the year that's not the case for this team and i think that might be a real advantage on saturday
4: Austin, there's only a handful of guys that have won a pair of gold pants. Uh, you know, the award they give out for beating Michigan on this team. Yep. Um, how does that hurt this team going into that game?
11: Well, I think that this has got to make this version of Ohio State maybe as hungry as there's been since, I guess, gosh, I guess the 90s and when it comes to that and wanting to win the rivalry. I mean, I imagine, you know, somebody like Marvin Harrison or Tommy Eikenberg or Cade Stover, like, Guys that have given so much to the program and Travion Henderson. I mean, I could keep going down the list. Guys who haven't had the opportunity to win the rivalry because it was guys that were on that 2020 team that knew they were going to get a shot. They expected to win. They were huge favorites. That was taken away. And then not being able to get the job done on the field in 21 and 22. I think, you know, experience and knowing that you can do it certainly helps. But the flip side of that coin is that if you've not done it, you know, there may have been something about the 2021 team that was maybe a little too complacent. I thought that that was just going to happen forever, that they could roll the helmets out to use that, you know, old coach coaching cliche and they were going to win forever. And the gold pants were just a foregone conclusion that everybody gets them. That's that is no longer the case. And there's a lot of people on that Ohio state roster right now that have never experienced that. Don't know that tradition and, uh, or haven't lived that tradition yet and really want to make that happen. I, I think that sort of hunger and motivation can be really powerful. And I, I keep I guess we're rattling off these things that that can work uh, towards Ohio State's advantage, but again, it goes back to today's Monday, and they have to maximize every day up until Saturday so that they can be in position to actually go out and do that.
3: Who has to play their best game for us to win?
11: Oh, man, Coach, I think that's Travion Henderson situation. Um, I, I hate to put everything on the running back, but you know as well as anybody that this is that time of year and a matchup where the team that can run the ball best and stop the run, uh, they generally come out on top, and, and that's an old school way of going about it. Uh, but that's generally what the game does come down to. So the offensive lines going to have to have probably their best performance of the year. Michigan State's got a uh, sorry, Michigan's got some really great defensive tackles in there that can create problems. And we've talked a little bit throughout the year about Ohio State with you know Carson Hensman and. and you know, some of the guard play maybe being a little inconsistent, but I think part of that inconsistency is not having Travion Henderson out there to be such an explosive back through much of October. And we've seen a difference in this offense uh, in November Trade's a big part of that. Uh, and then conversely, just to, to look at that same, you know, same side of the coin for Ohio state defensively, you're going to go out there against Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards. I think Michigan's offensive line has has struggled in the last couple weeks and, uh, maybe not looked like world beaters the way they have the last couple of years. And if you've got JT and, and Jack Sawyer playing at a high level, Tyleek Williams doing what he's doing, that's that's key. I get Tommy Eichenberg back to stop the run. It's going to come down to that. And if you can control the clock, control the football, move the chains on the ground, you've got a great chance of winning. That goes both sides of the football. Austin,
2: awesome. that leads into the question I was going to ask. Did Maryland potentially unveil any possible liabilities for Michigan?
11: Yeah, I think it's really the last couple of weeks, Paul, that – it's just, he got kind of used to Michigan's offensive line the last couple of years. They were, you know, finalists and winners for the Joe Moore award for the best offensive line in the country. And, and you can make a pretty good case that that was deserved. I mean, they, they proved it in the last game of the season, uh, whether they knew what defense they were facing or not, they were good athletes and they, <laughs> and, and they, they blocked. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna, I am not going i can not take that away from them. They, they executed those plays, uh, when they were on the field and did that. So, you know, that's, They've they've not looked the same the last couple of weeks. We know that Penn State's got a very good defensive front, so you could say, well, maybe that was an aberration. They still were able to run the football in the second half and win that game. But the fact that Maryland did that uh, last week, and you saw some shuffling of the personnel for Michigan uh, in the second half, uh, moving a right tackle to left tackle, doing some you know other things to try and find a solution, that to me kind of set off uh, some alarm bells that maybe that's an opportunity for Ohio State's got a better better edge or a wider edge than in, in terms of talent and execution than maybe they've had the last couple of years in the trenches and we spent so much time talking about the last two years about toughness and and was ohio state going to be ready for that can they win up front and there was another part of those games that we weren't talking about that we didn't know about but that's still going to be important on saturday you have to have your best games from jt jack ty lake williams getting mike hall back ty hamilton's been big you know those those guys have to play their best that's you have to win in the trenches to win the game.
4: It's going to be a cold-weather game, you know, not like it was two years ago, but, uh, you know, hopefully that helps the Buckeyes out.
11: <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't think they're intimidated by it. And, you know, if, if you have to go outside and make sure you're practicing in the elements this week, you know, today was a little bit a little bit cooler and, and rainy, and t- tomorrow's probably not going to be a perfect day either, but, you know, that's that's the time of the year. I, I think that Ohio State embraces that, you know, whether that's Kyle McCord growing up in, in this, close to this part of the country and dealing with cold weather, Marvin Harrison, like Tommy Eichenberg, Kate Stover, you know that these guys will not be intimidated by the weather. And I think that whatever challenge could be thrown at them, they're going to embrace it anyway. I, I think that this is a really, really hungry team.
1: Austin Ward, dotting the eyes, rivals.com. Austin, we appreciate your time. Thanks for hopping on tonight, okay?
11: All right. Thanks for
1: having me, guys. All right. Up next, and unbelievably, the evening has flown by. We will wrap things up with some chalk talk next as tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show continues
0: for a Buckeye Roundtable coming up presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio
7: State Sports Network from Learfield. Ready? It doesn't matter if you're playing hard or working hard. Your workout only works out if you recover right. Chocolate milk helps you recover for what comes next. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. From biking to bench presses, milk's protein helps you build lean muscle and gain more from your workouts.
8: Ready? Recover. Repeat. Repeat. Brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics.
3: Well, the officials have been talking
0: for quite some time. All righty. Let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, there is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends
8: we all go to collegeadvantage.com.
3: First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. Ha-ha, <laughs> classic Bob.
8: Marathon has some great news about the number five, so I'm going to say it five times in five different ways. Join Marathon Rewards and earn up to $5 in rewards on your first visit. Join and earn five cents in rewards for every gallon you buy. Join in as little as five seconds. Join to make five friends jealous. Join and get high fives. It's easy to sign up at the station or go to MarathonRewards.com. By joining with your phone number, you are agreeing to receive recurring automated informational marketing SMS-mMS messages from Marathon. Consent not required for purchase. Messaging and data rates may apply.
5: Hi, I'm Archie Griffin, two-time Heisman Trophy winner. When you have Encova insurance on your team, you have a teammate you can count on. Whether you need to protect your home, car, business, or family, huddle up with your independent Encova agent and create a game plan. Encova's outstanding roster of products was created with you in mind. And can be customized to fit your unique needs. Visit Encova.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. For auto, home, business, and life insurance, you can count on Encova Insurance.
0: This is the Ohio State Sports Network
5: from Learfield.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. Byers Auto Group has been serving central Ohio and the surrounding areas since 1897. The relationship doesn't stop when you buy a car, it starts. So come see why it's better to buy at Byers, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics.
0: Buckeye Roundtable Chalk Talk.
1: Oh, evening's in a stranglehold right now. I- where has the time gone? It's flown by. Let's begin with our Ohio State-Michigan delivery of the game. Who needs to deliver the most... For Ohio State to get this win on Saturday.
2: I'm going to take the easy choice, and that's quarterback. See Kyle McCord play the way he has the last couple of weeks. I think that helps give Ohio State such an outstanding chance at winning this game. I think
4: the offensive line, I think the offensive line has to stand up uh, in the running game and keep Kyle clean. When Kyle's clean, he's going to complete passes. Our receivers can get open. When he's under pressure, he's just an average quarterback. Coach Cooper?
3: I, I'm going to go defense. I think it has got to be the best defensive game we've played in a long, long time, and I think we will. At least in what they've shown,
1: Michigan wants to establish the run we know jj mccarthy can hurt teams running the football is the key to make him try to beat you throwing the football
2: well again you go back to what we said earlier mm-hmm. skip be careful what you wish for because we know that roman wilson if he's healthy mm-hmm. roman wilson can be a very edge as well as uh, cornelius johnson because he hurt all his state last year but those tight ends in particular colston mm-hmm. loveland uh, th- that's such a dangerous part of what they can do offensively
3: they, they don't have anybody we have to double do we I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe one of the
4: tight ends you want to get some extra guys at because they they can be effective in that game. But to me, it's being ready for those special plays, you know, whether they do the, um, you know, they've they've done a couple flea flickers against this. And then Mullings
2: through a pass last year. The
4: the Tebow jump pass uh, at the goal line, Uh, you know, reverse, flea flickers, all those type of things you got to be ready for because they're going to throw it out. They've emptied their plays a little bit against Ohio State. It has success, so our defense is going to be ready for those special situations, special plays.
1: Speaking of special, special teams in this game and avoiding mistakes, key.
2: Absolutely, because we've seen where it's been an issue at times. It hasn't cost Ohio State games, but you know there was the the one issue with a punt snap. There was the punt run that wasn't really called a fake. Uh, fortunately, the kicking part of it, the placement kicking from Jaden Fielding, is it. You know, in Michigan, you know, in getting ready for this game and putting names down and everything, you know, they had the same punter and place gear forever and ever and ever and ever, and they got two new guys but they've done very well
4: they have
1: both
3: those guys have stepped up
1: coach cooper you're only one of a few that can answer this question what's ryan day feeling this week
3: well first of all he better take him some some something to make him get a good night's sleep <laughs> <laughs> he's laying there he's laying there at two o'clock in the morning thinking what what can we do that we haven't done <laughs> yeah. you know and plus i'll I tell you what you gotta you gotta exuberate confidence you gotta go in this ball game you know thinking that we're gonna play our best and we're gonna win the game We've seen it before in this game. The better
1: team does not always win. Uh, Does it make last year's like this seem even more special? Because uh, we really don't know who the better team is right now, and we'll find out Saturday.
2: We don't, and I think the difference in the schedules kind of is part of that question, too. I mean, Michigan, up until they played Penn State, had no resistance from anybody they played. Ohio State had the game against... Notre Dame, that they had to win. They had to get through that first game unknown thing with Indiana with a triple option and all of that stuff. So they've taken different paths. So, you know, the odds makers might think they know who the better game is. The pollsters might think they know who the better team is. But, you know, it comes down to showing it on the field. And having to win on the road is going to be just such a big part of what is going to make it Ohio State's going to win this game, being able to have a road focus to make it highly successful.
4: No, I think we all agree they were a little bit more dominant early on. You know, yeah, they, were, yeah. they were making plays. But again, strength of schedule plays into that. I think as of late, Ohio State's been a little bit more dominant in the last couple of ball games, but that's just my opinion.
1: With everything that's been going on off the field up north, I mean, the build up to this game is even, at least it appears, and it feels like it's more personal than any time in the past. I guess concerns about pregame, especially that darn tunnel down there. (laughs) Oh, no
2: question. You know, and we haven't heard, since the Michigan-Michigan State game last year, we haven't heard that there have been any tunnel incidents. And you got to think that security and people like that and stadium management are going to be on high alert up there. Very high. uh, But, you know, you also worry about what's going to go on in the parking lots. You know, know, what's going to go on outside the stadium? Because this is where, and both fan bases are guilty, where both fan bases at times can show not the best of uh, uh, behaviors
4: yeah there's some tnt kind of you know what i mean some oh, yeah. some guys that are, are are you know full of it a little bit and you just hope that everybody's really cautious when they go to that football game you're going to get some stuff we don't we go to these games on the road and if we got ohio state stuff on which we do they yell at us and we get that so but hey we just go in and we're going to call the game and that's four hours before kickoff we get that stuff you
3: got to go up there with the attitude that nothing keeps you from winning exactly. nothing keeps you from winning don't look for a reason why we didn't play well
1: I can't believe it's been 50 years since the 10-10 tie. We'll get into that during the free game <laughs> on Saturday. Uh, uh, coach Cooper, I would imagine your favorite memories uh, in the storied rivalry are, are, the, are the two wins you got here and the, and the one at Arizona, Arizona State over this team.
3: Well, the one at Arizona State in 1987, you know, Jim Harbaugh was a quarterback and a guy named Bo Schimbecker was a head football coach <laughs> in Arizona State. Some Devils came out with a victory. Sure Real did. quick, Jim Lachey. A couple of news and notes, and Buckeyes in the NFL. Well, certainly CJ
4: Stroud is continuing to stay on his role. Got another win yesterday. Didn't throw for as many yards as he has in the past, but awful impressive. How about Austin Mack with the yeah. Montreal mm-hmm. Alouettes? Got a. Uh, what well, they called it the blue cup or the gray Great cup. cup? They got the blue <laughs> cup. Because <They got laughs> the, Cause the of gray, gray cup. Fingers because yeah. it's a so cold. <laughs> Six receptions, one hundred and three yards, of TD in that game. Uh, we got it. Monday night, tonight, Kansas City, Philly. Uh, Bradley Roby, if he's healthy, he'll be playing with Philly. So that's out there. Joey Boza, four games on IR. He got hurt uh, with the Chargers yesterday, and. Chase Young and, and Nick Boza, Joey's little brother, had a pretty good outing uh, for the 49ers. They end up getting a victory. So, all in all, pretty good day for Buckeyes in the NFL.
1: Guys, thanks for a great night. It's always such a special week. Paul Keels, Bob Ufer did this for 36 years up north. You are gaining on him, my friend. But, uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jim, obviously, as a player, longtime broadcaster, you just enjoy the week, okay? It is. It's a special week. Coach Cooper, thank you for coming down
3: tonight. Thanks for having me. You guys are great. Thanks,
1: a- so, thanks so much. Absolutely. It's always a joyous Monday when we get to spend a talk football with Coach John Cooper. Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Buyers Auto, has been brought to you statewide by Incova Insurance, the American Dairy Association Mideast, and by your Central Ohio Toyota dealers. For our producer tonight, Bodie Wells, great job, Bodie. As always, for Paul Keels, Jim Lachey, and Coach John Cooper, I'm Skip Mossick. As always, thank you for listening. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield.